Let's tie a bow on week six and preview week seven in the NFL with our ESPN front office insider, former GM of the Jets and of the Dolphins, Mike Tannenbaum. And Mike T, let's start with Monday night where the Cowboys took down the Chargers in a tight one, 20 to 17. And we talked about how this one was was sort of a prove-it game for both teams. The Cowboys coming off the blowout loss to the to, to the Niners, the, the Chargers trying to get above 500 for the first time this season. Mike T, what was your biggest takeaway from Monday night? You know, Brandon Cooks getting involved on the offensive side of the ball for the Cowboys. You know, he's a guy that could really take the top off of the defense. His play speed is really, really good, and I felt like he was somebody that they had to get him involved, and from a Cowboy perspective, that was really encouraging. Like we mentioned, Mike T, the Chargers fall to 2-3 and three with the loss to Dallas, and it won't get much easier for L.A. They go to the Chiefs in Arrowhead on Sunday. Then they play the Jets, the Lions, and the Ravens, not to mention a trip to Lambeau, sandwiched in there the next few weeks. Mike T, I, I feel like this is sort of crazy talking about this in Week 7, but how important is this Chiefs game for the Chargers just in terms of, of keeping pace in the loaded AFC? Yeah, absolutely. And These games are a game and a half, and if I'm Justin Herbert and I want to have a meaningful seat at the table of being an elite quarterback, i got to go out and i got to outplay you know, Kansas City and Patrick Holmes. Now, I'll say this, like, Kansas City's offense, Cyrus, like, mm-hmm. it's good. It's still Patrick Mahomes, but it's not where it once was. And the fact that they went out and picked up McCole Hardman, to me, tells me, like, they may have some concerns about that as well. Yeah, I was just about to ask you about that, Mike T. Like you just said, Kansas City's offense is good, but it hasn't been performing at the clip we've kind of gotten used to in the last four or five years. What do you make of the homecoming for Hardman? I mean, do you think he can raise the bar for this Kansas City offense at all? Yeah, absolutely. You know, he's so fast. And, uh, again, a little bit like Brandon Cooks, probably not going to go out and have 10 catches for, you know, a buck 50. But what he can do is he could run fast and, you know, get on the ball and some, you know, end around uh, sweeps and behind the line of scrimmage and, you know, throw him the ball deep. And, again, maybe he makes the one or two plays in a game that's, you know, the difference. Again, here on ESPN West Palm tonight with our front office insider, Mike Tannenbaum and Mike T, we mentioned the Chiefs offense not firing on all cylinders, but that's really been the case around the league. Scoring is way down this year. Through the first six weeks, NFL offenses have scored the fewest offensive points per game since 2010. Mike T, why do you think scoring has been down league-wide this year? That is a great question. Not really sure why. I think a little bit has to do with like the quarterbacks. We could do you know 20 minutes tonight, Cyrus, on like, Justin Fields and Aaron Rodgers and uh, Anthony Richardson, you know, Trevor Lawrence, who I think is going to play tonight. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a large part of it. Mike T, speaking of scoring being down and touching on another primetime game from this past week, the Giants almost shocked the Bills, but Buffalo prevailed 14-9. to Mike T, I, I sort of feel like Buffalo is a, a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde type type team right now. Sometimes the offense looks unstoppable. Sometimes they look like they're stuck in mud. What do you think's behind the inconsistency for the Bills' offense this year? I think they need another element outside of Stefan Diggs. If you take him away, you know, they're still obviously very good, but they're not the same. And um, it'd be interesting to see if they try to add another receiver at some point, because when they're on, you know, we've seen them beat Miami and, Mm -hmm. you know, they're very good, but, you know, they're also very inconsistent, as you mentioned. Another Super Bowl contender that had a rough day offensively was the Eagles, who were held at just 14 points, despite the Jets being down their two top cornerbacks. 
Mike T, should that result give the Jets fans hope that they can compete in the AFC without Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, that was a validating win from a Jet perspective. Biggest win of the season by far. And yeah, I think their ceiling's still pretty low because of Zach Wilson, but that was mm-hmm. a huge win for them. Looking ahead now to NFL Week 7 with our front office insider, former GM of the Jets and the Dolphins, Mike Tannenbaum. And Mike T, two games that really intrigue me, starting with the 5-1 and one Detroit Lions going to visit the 4-2 and two Baltimore Ravens. Mike T, what are you looking forward to watching in this game, and, and how do you see it playing out? Yeah, I'll be there, actually. I'm going to be doing a game uh, on ESPN uh, Radio with Steve Levy. Should be a great game. You know, big storylines to me in that game are going to be um, from the running back position, will it be Jameer Gibbs and how will that play out? And then um, Jamison Williams, I think he's tremendous. I think he could be a really big difference maker for them. And got to get him going. He had a big touchdown against Tampa Bay a week ago. And then for you know Baltimore, stop dropping the ball. Mm-hmm. Get the ball to the skill players. I think Zay Flowers is clearly their number one now. But that, to me, uh, are the two keys to the game. I think it's going to be a great game. Two teams that like to be physical. Mike T, I won't ask for a prediction on Lions-Ravens because, like you said, you're on the call with Steve Levy. But then again, Sunday night, got to get your take on what could be a Super Bowl preview, Dolphins, Eagles. And again, same question as before. What's, what's the matchup within the matchup here, and, and who prevails in this one? I think the key of this game is what does Jalen Hurts do with his legs? What he's humming and the run-pass options working, they're really hard to defend. And if I was playing the Dolphins, the best way to stop the offense, because they're playing so well right now, is to keep them on the sidelines. So how do you do that? You know, long, sustained drive. So I think the story of this game is going to be how well does the offensive line of the Eagles play, how well do they run the ball, and that's, to me, how you control the game. When you look at Buffalo beating Miami, they did so because Buffalo's offense played so well. And, Mike T., can I pry a prediction out of you for, for that one, for Eagles-Dolphins Sunday night? Let's go 31-28 Philadelphia, but if you ask me tomorrow, it's probably going to be 31-28 Miami. <laughs> like, it's, it, sure. it's truly a coin toss. Fair enough. Mike T., as always, I appreciate the time, the insight, the info. Enjoy another great weekend of NFL action, and we'll talk to you next Thursday. All right, Cyrus. Thank you.